up end in sight for Port Deadlock, reaction to protest probe and why we shouldn't worry about an asteroid passing us. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin with this afternoon's Nine News podcast. A deal has been struck between the Maritime Union and the nation's second largest port operator, ending months of damaging industrial action. Here's Nine News federal politics reporter Zach De Silva. DP World and the Maritime Union have reached a new four-year agreement over pay and conditions after intense negotiations involving the Fair Work Commission. Details of the deal are yet to be disclosed, but both sides say it'll ensure fair pay and better safety measures for staff. It marks an end to four months of union work bans and other industrial action which delayed around 50,000 shipping containers. DP World says it's now focused on restoring its supply chain operations and rebuilding the confidence of customers. In Canberra, Zach De Silva, Nine News. Jewish groups maintain threatening language was used during the Sydney Opera House protest while Palestinian groups are asking for an apology after police found an anti-Semitic chant wasn't used. Nine News reporter Clinton May Maynard has more. An acoustic expert has analysed video and audio from the October Opera House protest and found the words where's the Jews were used rather than gas the Jews. Council of Jewry CEO Alex Rivchin maintains witnesses have given sworn evidence to the contrary. The greater issue isn't whether it was gas the Jews or where's the Jews, F the Jews. Each phrase is as menacing and abhorrent as the next. The Palestine Action Group says an apology should be made but also concedes some anti-Semitic statements were made by people not associated with their organisation. In Sydney, Clinton Maynard, Nine News. The Federal Treasurer says he's not worried about comments from three state premiers urging the Reserve Bank to cut interest rates. Leaders of Queensland, Victoria and Western Australia are calling on the RBA to take pressure off mortgage holders at its next board meeting. Opposition MPs have criticised the premiers, urging them to respect the bank's independence. But Jim Chalmers says state leaders aren't the ones talking about interest rates. Most Australians have a view about interest rates and premiers and treasurers at the state level are entitled to express their view about that. Uh, I'm not troubled by that. I'd be surprised, frankly, if the Reserve Bank was troubled by that. A jumping castle company at the centre of a tragedy at a Tasmanian primary school has pleaded not guilty as it faces criminal charges. Operator Tazzorb is accused of failing to train staff or properly secure the inflatable to the ground. An Indigenous senator says the next Governor-General should be chosen based on their skills, not their heritage. There's speculation the federal government is considering appointing a First Nations Governor-General when David Hurley's term ends in July. Jacinta Numpagimpa-Price has told 2GB's Michael McLaren that shouldn't be the only criteria. The right person for the position should be chosen regardless of their racial heritage. If they're Australian, they're Australian. Uh, It should be somebody who is proud to call themselves uh, Australian uh, to represent our country in that manner. Researchers have found biomarkers for rare breast tumours called phyllodes. The tumours account for less than 1% of breast tumours and can be difficult to diagnose due to their similarity to other types of breast cancer. Lead researcher Dr Ruth Pidsley says the discovery could lead to improved treatment and better outcomes. At the moment, ladies can be difficult to identify because they look similar to other breast tumours when they're looked at under a microscope. So the correct diagnosis is crucial for providing the right treatment to these patients. 
And an astrophysicist is pouring cold water on concerns about an asteroid heading towards Earth. The stadium-sized celestial body, which has been labelled potentially hazardous, will whiz past our planet in the coming hours. But University of Southern Queensland Professor Jonty Horner says that doesn't mean we're in any danger. It is missing us by about three million kilometres. So getting panicked about that is a, a bit like imagining a car driving around on the moon turning a corner and you say, oh no, it's coming towards me, it's going to hit me. And yet it's on the moon, it's that far away. In finance, one Australian dollar is buying 65.95 US cents. Sport Now and NRL coaches have had their say on the future of the game. Here's Nine News sport reporter Mike Pearsall. The Daily Telegraph has surveyed 30 head and assistant coaches from around the league. Overwhelmingly, they're against the idea of the next expansion club being based out of Papua New Guinea. Half of them believe Perth should be granted the next licence. Only 13% support a move into PNG. 40% say the biggest threat to rugby league is concussion. Yet a whopping 83% don't want to follow the Super League's lead in banning tackling above the armpits. And two-thirds want a trade window introduced, either during or at the end of the season. Mike Pearsall, Nine News. In the Premier League, Manchester United has beaten Wolves 4-3, West Ham and Bournemouth have drawn one all, and seven-time Formula One champion Lewis Hamilton will defect from Mercedes to Ferrari at the end of the year. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin and that's the Nine News podcast. For the latest in news, tune into Nine News at 6pm.